just start where you're at and just do it. Don't get discouraged by going to the gym and somebody looking better than you. You know, I went through that as well. You just start and, and you'll be surprised. Sometimes your body is just waiting for you to move. It's waiting for you to take that first step. Welcome to the Fit Diaries podcast with your host, Claudius Osei. Real success stories from real people with a sharp focus on revealing the tips and tricks that will make you the next success story. Welcome to the Fit Podcast, where we take an inside look into the real life stories of regular people accomplishing amazing fitness results. Today's guest is a self-employed DJ who struggled with weight his entire life until he decided to take his health more serious to avoid high blood pressure and diabetes, which a lot of his family members struggled with. Listen in to discover why the time you work out can be a major factor in your success, as well as why starving yourself is not necessary to lose weight. Without further ado, please welcome Corey Gilbert. All right. Welcome, Corey. Welcome to the Fit Podcast. Happy to have you on and excited to hear about your story. Before we get into your story, um, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and the people you care about the most. Uh, well, my name is Corey. I'm a full-time DJ. I have an entertainment company, and uh, I recently lost 100 pounds uh, by and, and working out a lot. All right. Wow. That's um, amazing. <laughs> Yeah. And how how long did it take you to lose those hundred pounds? Uh, well, honestly, I would say about two years. Because and actually, I'm still working. I'm going on my third year now, which is is now May. I started May 2013. Before we get into to the actual story of how you lost those. 100 pounds. Let's talk a little bit about, let's go a little bit earlier in your journey and, and figure out kind of where it all started. So could you tell me a little bit about like your childhood, any kind of sport you enjoyed, anything in particular that you like doing? Well, uh, in my childhood, I really never really played sports. I've always had a passion for music. Growing up, I was always the chubby kid in the neighborhood. So I was always overweight. Not not morbidly, but you know, I was always a big, big, big kid. Yes, and so did you? Did you have any? So you said music was your passion. Did you have any other activities that you liked? Anything related to moving around, playing outside, or with friends? Anything in particular? Uh, well, I did do uh, some dirt bike riding. <laughs> When I was younger, uh, but as far as playing like football and stuff like that, I, of course, went to school with a lot of great friends that uh, that played football. But I, I was never really interested in being on a team uh, or playing basketball. I did play Optimus once, but it didn't last long. So when did it get started for you? When did you first think about um, working out? Was there a particular moment that kind of caused you to have an epiphany or something that where you felt, okay, now is the time? Well, on and off throughout my life, uh, I had particular moments when I tried to start walking. Me and my mother used to walk a lot uh, back when I lived in Florida to now. But, uh, and I, I was able to maybe lose maybe 20 pounds back then, but that was over 15 years ago. Uh, but How old it, it, were you at that time? 
Uh, let me see. I had to be maybe around 30, probably like, yeah, my early 30s back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm 44. It'd be somewhere around 29, 30. And was that the first time you tried to lose weight, or have you tried before? No, I think that that would have been like the first time I I tried to take it seriously because my mother would always walk early in the morning anyway, so I just kind of joined with her, and uh, fortunately I was able to lose some weight and uh, buy buy some different clothes that were smaller than what I was used to wearing. And when you said that this, it was the first time that you took it seriously, was there any specific situation that caused you to take it seriously? Uh, well, I, my family does have a history of high blood pressure, so of course I was trying to avoid that, uh, which I've been good so far. But my, my father, my mother, my grandparents, they all high blood pressure. And um, even though our family doesn't have a history of diabetes, my sister passed from diabetes. Oh, wow. uh, I'm sorry to hear that. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. She had, uh, she had juvenile diabetes, so she was kind of like born with it. Oh, okay. Yes, has, that, has that influenced you at all in your journey? Has that caused you to look at it in a different light? Yeah, Later in life, you know, it, it kind of, uh, I guess, made me figure that I need to try to eat better and, and definitely work out. Uh, because for a long time, when I moved to Georgia, I was just eating crazy, man. I was <laughs> McDonald's late night after shows, you know, you know, no, no discretion at all. You know, mm -hmm. sweet tea all day and just all kinds of un unhealthy And so when you said that you started walking with your mom and you lost the 20 pounds, what kept you from losing any more weight? Uh, I guess back then I really wasn't totally serious about it. It was just kind of something I did. And then, uh, and then back then also I didn't really change my eating habits as much. It was more just walking in the morning. Mm -hmm. I think I kind of got lucky and lost some weight because my body just doing that maybe. Okay. And so, yeah, the, the weight fell off easily then. But then, like I said, I, I hadn't changed my eating habits. So, unfortunately, it kind of kind of came back when it did come back. Okay. And how long did it take you to lose it and how long before it came back? Uh, it probably took me... Uh, Probably about three, four months to see that fall off like that. Well, maybe about six months, you know. And then, uh, and then after a while, I didn't work at the church anymore, so my lifestyle kind of changed and just kind of went back to just normal eating bad stuff and hanging out and drinking and stuff like that. So <clears throat> the weight eventually came back. And it came back within like, what kind of time period, would you say? Uh... I would say over a year, maybe. Yeah, maybe over a year or two. Because uh, really in Florida, I, like I said, it, it, I wasn't really serious about 
being healthy. It's just I was just living life. I was young and you know, music was my life. Well, it still is now, but just you know, wasn't really serious about back then. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so now you lost twenty pounds. You gained it all back. What yeah. happened next? What? How long before you started trying again? Trying again? Yeah, in two thousand seven, I moved to Atlanta, and and that probably was the biggest I had ever been as far as weight. I think I wore around two about two eighty then. After a few years, my uh actually my brother and his wife joined uh one of the new workout anytime gyms that had moved in the neighborhood and they told and and that's when I uh <clears throat> in, in two thousand thirteen I started going there and really I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but I just signed up for the gym and just wanted to be more active. Mm-hmm. And what did those first couple of weeks, months look like? What, did you did you seek for any guidance, or did anybody try to help you, or were you just trying to do it all on your own? Well, at first, I really uh, they had, had trainers in there, and I was kind of paying attention to that. But honestly, for the first couple of months, I uh, had also started walking at this park uh, outside the gym. And then I would just go to the gym and do kind of like weight weights and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really interested in dealing with a personal trainer at the time. And then uh, after the weight stopped falling a little bit, I was like, well, wow, you know. Then I, uh, I asked how much it was, and uh, he started giving me details on it. Okay. And the phone was breaking up a little bit again. So you said there was – you who was helping you like after the first couple of months? Yeah, after the first couple of months, you know, I I was actually, you know, walking outside of the gym and also doing weights inside the gym. But like I said, I had saw a couple of personal trainers inside the gym. I reached out to one of them and just asked them how much the uh the monthly fee was. And then mm-hmm. they sat me down and they they weighed me and did all my measurements and everything and then I started going uh, with the personal trainer. Okay. And at that point, how much did you lose or what kind of progress did you see before, before you seen the personal trainer and like how much progress did you see after you seek the guidance? Uh, it probably like in the first, Three to five months, I noticed weight falling off from just walking because mm-hmm. at that time I had also changed what I was eating. I was eating better. I wasn't eating late. I stopped drinking all the sweet tea that I used to drink and uh, just started drinking a lot of water. Uh, so, yeah, probably in like the first three to five months, weight fall off. And I, I could tell from what I was taking because I always took pictures, you know, when I went walking. Mm-hmm. I would always take pictures, and so I noticed, like, <laughs> my face had started getting skinnier. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it, it was good to see that, you know. So I know something was working at the mm-hmm. time. So I wanted to uh, take it a step further, and that's when I went ahead and uh, signed up with, with a trainer. Okay. And you mentioned that you also changed your eating. What in particular did you change 
other than eating late, like was there any specific food that you tried to avoid, any specific food that you tried to eat? Yeah, I definitely tried to stop eating all fast food, like because I was crazy about McDonald's. I would go to McDonald's sometimes two times a day, eating, mm -hmm. you know, fries, you know, the big, big hamburgers, the big chicken sandwiches, peas, mayonnaise, and all that stuff on it. So, yeah, I definitely had to leave that stuff alone and uh, stop drinking because I was crazy about the sweet tea at McDonald's as well. So. I would get the big, the big, the biggest size cup they had of that. And how how did you manage to stay away from that? Was it just cold turkey, or did you have to go through a process where you kind of went back to it and had to kind of struggle through it? Like, what was what was that like? Uh, yeah, kind of like once I put something in my mind, I'm kind of determined to do it. So, like, especially when I see you know, results, it kind of helps me to uh, just kind of know not to go back there. Uh, so at first it wasn't, it wasn't really too bad. It You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a drug addiction where, you know, you know, you would be forced to, <laughs> you know, go into withdrawals. Mm -hmm. It wasn't too hard. Yeah. Uh, and actually I was never really uh, a soda drinker anyway. So it was just really the sweet tea factor. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so uh, I had to back away from that and uh, never went back to it, really. Okay, so since then you were able to stay stay away from it totally, or did you have some times where you kind of fell back into it? or? Well, I think to today I can honestly say that, yeah, sometimes I eat, uh, I don't eat McDonald's, but sometimes I do... Uh, eat chicken, you know, fried chicken, of course, you know, some mm -hmm. lemon pepper, I love lemon pepper, so uh, <laughs> kind of hard to stay away from that, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, that's also the reason why I work out a lot. I try to work out at least five times a week, most of the time, but on a, on a slow week, I may get three days, at least three days. Mm -hmm. And what would you say? What's the biggest struggle with working out? Did you, or was it just like with the food, were you able to just adopt it and, and follow through with it? Or did you, did you have some periods where you struggled a little more, where you kind of questioned what you were doing? As far as the food? As far as working out. Oh, yeah, yeah. That started, man. I mean, everything was extreme. <laughs> you know, I could barely do two push-ups. Uh, you know, jumping jacks were pretty hard. Jump rope was definitely hard, you know, but, uh, like I said, you know, once, once I'm kind of determined to do something and that's just always been my life. Like even when it comes to DJing, you know, if I'm determined to, to DJ a certain event, you know, I'll do the research on it and I'll figure out through it. So that's, I kind of use that mindset with, with the exercise. It's like, no matter how hard it hurt it, you know, I just, I had to get through it. But sometimes I would dread going to the gym, especially when I had training with the trainer days. So they, you know, they, they was putting it on me pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't easy. And how long did you stay with the trainer? Well, actually, to this day, I still have trainers. Actually, I was at, uh, at workout anytime 
with uh, a train. Well, I had two different trainers, and actually one of them stopped working there and opened his own gym. Mm-hmm. So I've been with him for the last year and a half at his new gym. So okay. I've had a trainer now for like probably around two years, the two two and a half years. And what would you say is the biggest thing you you get out of your trainer? What's what's the what you what do you feel you couldn't you couldn't do without as far as having a trainer? Uh, going hard, you know that that's one thing I like about a trainer because you know sometimes it's hard to push yourself when you're just going to a regular gym and just trying to uh, get a good workout in. But, like, with the trainers, you know, of course, we do a lot of hits. So it's like, you know, it's very few rest periods mm-hmm. when we're working out. And is, is did you always work out in this style of workout, or did you experience any other types of workouts you mean as far as hits? Yeah. No, no, no. Hits, hits is something like you know, probably like I said in the last. Uh, actually, when I first had the, uh, the, the train at any time, one of them, he wasn't really doing too many hits. He was doing some stuff, but I think in the last year and a half at the new gym, we do a lot more fast pace, you know, nonstop exercises where you, you take small breaks mm-hmm. in, in between. So it, it's, it's real consistent and it, uh, <clears throat> it definitely toned, toned me up a little bit, but I, I still got a lot of work to do. It's still a mix. Yeah. But it never stops. So that's the most important thing, realizing yeah. that this, this is a continuous journey. And as long as you keep going, you, you go in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would you say? Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying I'm still staying at it, you know, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you're at your lows, when you kind of feel like this is too much, you kind of want to not necessarily give up, but want to take a break or you don't really want to do it that day, are there any mind tricks that you do or any anything that helps you get motivated? Uh well, I try to work out in the morning, so <laughs> that's the thing. Like, if 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 I don't go in the morning, then sometimes my mind plays with me, and I just kind of like won't do it, you know. So, if I don't make it to the gym, I'll try to at least do a run, do a three, four mile run or something. You know, running was uh, one of the things that I kind of fell in love with outside of the gym at first, anyway. So. I try to do that. If I don't do anything else, I'll, I'll do a run. What is it about running that you enjoy? What, what in particular? Uh, I guess I guess sweating because I sweat a lot when I when I do work out and exercise. So I just kind of feel, you know, if, if I'm getting a good sweat in, I have something. So that's that's kind of one of the things I fell in love with with running. And then I just always felt like I, I attribute running to really most of my weight coming up, I believe. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you can do a lot of stuff in the gym, but you know, I believe if you want to get the weight down, you know, you probably do some, some good cardio, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
So you, you, you working out with your trainer, you eating better. And what did during the process, what did you learn that, that you always believed before, before you had a trainer, before you had anybody guiding you that kind of turned out to be wrong? Anything you heard in the media or somebody else might've told you? Uh, well, I learned that you just got to get up and go, you know, everybody, you have a from trainers to friends to TV that will tell you certain ways to lose weight. And now that I've lost the weight, I realize that I don't think there's just one way that works for everyone, you know, but I think the main thing is you just need to get up and move. Just start. And that's what I did. I started and the weight just fell off. I, it was like my body was waiting for it. It was like my, you know, just sitting back waiting for me to, and once I did it, it just, it fell off. It's still, it's, it's, it's kind of hard for me to believe sometimes when I look at pictures or look in the mirror, you know, it's like, wow, you know. <laughs> a lot of people are like, hey, you lost a whole person. I'm like, well, sometimes I feel that way, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, so. Yeah, that, I mean, that's amazing, like, to, to look at the pictures that you send me and, and to see, like, how you transformed it is truly amazing and should definitely be proud of that. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm trying, man. And, you know, it's, it's still a struggle, you know, because, you know, of course, when you get on the scale, you know, one minute you weigh this and then, then the next minute you got two, three pounds extra on there. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a mind thing. So you have to kind of try to ignore the scale sometimes and not get all caught up in that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, I mean, it's so true. I actually adopted with my clients that I don't really have them go on a scale anymore because like you said, it's such a mind game that you play with yourself when you, see two pounds here and three pounds there going up and down. And I mean, right. most people, they lose or gain four or five, six pounds in a day just from different meals and depending on the sodium amount. So weight always fluctuates. So that's why a lot of times I try to tell my clients to just look at what how their clothes fit or how a belt fits or a certain piece of clothing. So that way they can kind of tell if they're losing or gaining weight. And obviously want to for the people trying to lose weight, trying to make sure that they steadily seeing an increase in, in, in their clothes. But, but it right. definitely helps to, to have something other than weight because it's, it can drive you crazy. Yeah, that's a good idea because I actually have uh, this shirt that I purchased. And when I first purchased it, a little tight on me. And so I said, I'm gonna keep it because I know if it starts fitting me perfectly, I've lost some more inches or, you know, I lost some more weight or whatever. So after a while, it starts hitting me good. <clears throat> and so, you know, it, it got loose on me, actually. And now when I feel like I've gained weight or I feel like, you know, I'm feeling kind of bulky or whatever, I'll go back and put that shirt on just to make sure. Like my measure, you know, it lets me know that, okay, well, either you didn't, you know, pick up a few inches or you're still the same. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like my proof. You know, stepping on the scale, you know, yeah, that's, that's a good idea right yeah. there. Yeah. 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 So that kind of like, you know, verifies that, Hey, well, you still where you were, you know, you mm -hmm. might not have lost any weight, but you, you haven't gained any. And so that, that's the important part of me. Mm, Just not gaining it back, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So with you being so successful as far as losing losing weight, what does your morning look like? How do you how do you get up in the morning and what what is your routine? Uh, well, I look forward to getting up in the morning. Uh, the first thing, you know, I get up and I pray and uh and I eat breakfast, and then uh, around ten thirty, I go and get my workout in, and then I get my day started from there. Uh, I like to do it early though, because it just—I don't know—it just sets the tone for the rest of the day. Once mm-hmm. I get in early, yeah, feel good for the rest of the day once I get in early. <clears throat> All right, and is there anything totally different from what you used to do in the morning, or is that pretty much other than the working out? Was oh there yeah, any- yeah, definitely. Definitely to- uh, totally different because, like, before I started working out, I, I didn't care about getting up early, you know, because I've-, I've always been self-employed. So mm-hmm. I-, I didn't have a punch o'clock anyway. Uh, you know, most of the time I may sleep at the 10 or 11 o'clock, you know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm up by 8 o'clock and, uh, you know, hitting the ground running. <clears throat> If anybody told you, if anybody told you before you lost the weight that you would go wake up early in the morning and and do a workout, would you believe that, or would you thought that person was crazy? Yeah, I might have not been enthused about doing it. You know, definitely not. You know, the, the walking thing was kind of like uh, something that uh, I just kind of started doing by myself. And uh, and then from there, once I saw the weight falling off at that point, then that's that's when I went to the gym and, you know, everything else just kind of fell off further. Mm -hmm. And would you say right now, with you doing all the things that you are doing, if you had to rate yourself from 1 to 10, 10 being a perfect score of all the things that you need to do to stay, stay in shape, what would you rate yourself uh, honestly, I mean, probably a six. Cause I, yeah, I still got work. I, I still got work. I struggle. You know, I, I struggle with eating a lot. I've never been a portion eater, but like I said, you know, when you asked me, was there something that I would have believed that somebody told me before I started working out to now, see, some people would say, well, oh, you got to eat small portions to lose weight. Well, honestly, I never really ate the small portions. I just worked out a lot, and the weight came off. So for some reason, it worked for me, but not to say it will work for anybody. Everybody, let me say that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's true yeah, I, I, because that's a, that's a big misconception out there, thinking that you have to starve yourself in order to lose weight, which most right. people probably don't even eat enough food in order to get the metabolism going in order to fuel their body for all the things that it needs. And when you constantly eat low calorie meals and and stay at at low calories for the day, your body actually starts to burn less calories in order to accommodate what you're putting it through. So your body always wants to stay the way it is. It doesn't want to lose weight or gain weight. It wants to stay the way it is. So in, in order for you to stay that way, your body basically has to burn less calories in order to accommodate less food. So a lot of t- a lot of times people don't realize that they're actually hurting themselves by having those low-calorie meals. 
as opposed to right. having a real meal that is nutritious and has all the nutrients that their body needs. So it's very important to realize that starving yourself is not going to get you to your goal. And I mean, you're the perfect example of, of still being able to, to eat a good amount of food and, and still get to your goal. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so that's, that's something that, you know, I struggle with just trying to eat small plates of food, <laughs> you know, cause like, especially now, you know, honestly, sometimes I'm so hungry you know, working out so much. So it's change that, uh, you know, the way people think that you have to eat like a pigeon, you know, eat like a little bird to, to lose weight. And it's like, you know, I lost a lot of weight without, without doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, it, honestly, I was even uh, drinking a lot when I was first starting, you know, cause it, mm-hmm. it they were saying that a lot of people say that alcohol, you know, and they do have a lot of calories in it. You mm-hmm. know, but I was still drinking uh, alcohol when I was when I first started working out, but mm-hmm. the weight still came off some kind of way. So, <clears throat> like I said, it was like my body was waiting for something different. Yeah, and that's 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 what a lot of people, because most people believe that in order to get to their goal, they have to be perfect. And that's totally not the case. So that's part of why why I'm doing these interviews to show people that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to get the food just exactly right and make sure you do the exact right exercises and the exact amount. It's it's more about finding your way and see what works for you and being able to stick to it. So of course right. you probably make more progress if you don't drink alcohol or if you if you might your portions are not too big. But at the same time, right. if if you're making progress and you can able you're able to stick to it, it's much better than trying to be perfect and and just failing after a few weeks or months because it's just too hard to stick to the routine. Right, I agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then it's better than not even doing anything because you have some people who, you know, might give up from the start and just say, "Well, oh, I'm not going to try to eat better. Or I'm not going to." try to work out at least 45 minutes during a workout. I can't do mm-hmm. that. But they mm-hmm. give up altogether right at the beginning and won't try. So, you know, I, I took the, like I said, you know, my mindset told me to just go and go hard. And, and some of the workouts I did, I wasn't doing totally right, you know, but the trainer was patient with me. And after a while, you know, I was doing those exercises right, you know. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it works in, in different ways for, for different Definitely. people. Definitely. Any, any, what, are, what are your major goals for the future? What are you, what are you still trying to accomplish? Uh, right now, just trying to tone up more. You know, I think uh, I don't think I'm going to lose any more weight. I, I've been trying, but it's kind of been stuck there. I've kind of been stuck at one, one weight now, so that might be all I can get out of it. <laughs> so. Yeah, right now I'm just trying to stay where, you know, just at least tone down a little bit more. And, of course, the, the stomach fat is the hardest thing when when you lose weight. So you still got a lot of loose skin hanging around. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the main thing, just trying to get rid of that. That's the hardest part right now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's important to have have a future goal. So if you feel, if you would feel like you arrived, then... Then there would no need 
would be no need for you to keep working out and you probably would lose motivation that way. So having that future goal of still trying to achieve something, maybe with your body, maybe performance or whatever it might be, it's it's good to have that goal in order to, to still have that fire in you to, to want to keep going. Absolutely. Yeah, I have to keep going because it's, it's like I've come too far now. So, you know, there's no need to just sit down and, and stop eating good, and, you know, trying to eat healthy and uh, exercising. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like really important to me right now. <clears throat> Exercise is very important to me right now. Okay, and great. I believe it helps the mind as well as the body. Because even in business, you know, I've become a better business person uh, because I now have more confidence and, you know, I just I just feel like I can accomplish anything. And is there any any kind of advice that you would give person out there looking at your story and hoping to have similar results? Anything you would tell them? I would tell them to start where they are. Say that again? The phone's breaking up. I would tell them to start wherever they are, at whatever weight they are, you know, whatever state they are, you know, just start where you're at and just do it. Don't don't uh, get discouraged by, you know, going to the gym and somebody looking better than you. You know, I went through that as well. You know, you just start, and, and you'll be surprised where your body is. just like sometimes your body is just waiting for you to move. It's waiting for you to take that first step. So just get started. That's the most important thing. That's awesome. Definitely think that will help somebody. All right, we're near the end of the interview. Um, at the end, I would like if you have anything you want to promote, especially with your DJing, anybody where they can find you, where they can find out more about you, where would they Where would they have to go? Yeah, they can follow me on Facebook at uh, Corey DJ O. Gilbert, uh, Instagram, Twitter at DJ Vitamo, <clears throat> and uh, hashtag the DJ that lost 100 pounds, which is the uh, book I'm trying to, uh, published soon. All right. Awesome. I will definitely leave all that in the show notes. So people, in case you didn't quite get what there was, I will leave it in the show notes so that you can link up to his social media accounts and, and follow his story some more. All right, Corey, thank you so much for talking to me. Uh, it was definitely a pleasure and, and your story will tr- inspire a lot of people to get on their own journey. So thank you so much for being on. Okay, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the FIT Podcast. I hope Corey's story inspired you to get started on your own success story. For pictures of his amazing transformation, head over to the show notes at fitcoach.com. That is F-Y-T-Coach.com. There you can find more success stories just like this one to inspire you to get started on your own journey. Thank you for listening, and until next week, remember, don't just do it, just do you. Thank you for listening to the Fit Diaries podcast. You can find pictures and additional information about today's guest's transformation on www.fitcoach.com.